to What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. This week our movie is Apollo 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. Not 13. It's 18. It's uh, five less than good. How about that? Uh, pop in your DVD or blurry or, you know, whatever. We're not, we, are, we strictly do not endorse buying this movie. And do not pay for this movie. Our, our best suggestion for you is to just not watch it and listen to the commentary because we don't want to endorse piracy, but we also strictly endorse not paying for Apollo 18. Find a friend who has it. Borrow it from them. And then stop and being then, their friend. And do <laughs> yeah. not be their friend anymore. Anyway, pop in the DVD or Blurry Press Play, press pause after the company logos and all that. Then there's a little thing before the movie where there's light leak, like orange stripes on the side of the on the screen, and those click off. And it goes into title cards. Right when they click off, right when the orange light leak stops, press pause. And it's on like the right I'll, side of the frame. I'll say three, two, one. Un- well, it'll be on the left side in England. Uh, three, two, one, unpause, at which point I'll press play. You'll press play. Watch the movie together in perfect sync. It'll be like any other commentary, except, of course, with four friends in your head. And those friends this week are myself, as always, T. Christie, uh, Brian Space Finifter. Greetings. Michael likes Apollo 18. Scott? Uh, it's on YouTube as well. He loves right it. Now. And Fuck. Eddie the Eddie Doty. Fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's just eating Pringles looking incredibly <laughs> bored. Like, Fuck, Fuck it. Apollo 18. <laughs> Fuck it. Okay. Apollo 18. Um, I, I don't get really, really pissed at a movie that often and even more rarely on Diff. Uh, I think the last time you've heard me as mad about a movie as I am about Apollo 18 was Spider-Man. Uh, I, this movie actively actively irritated the shit out of me this is a fucking car alarm of a movie this fucking (laughs) i swear to god man this thing it's it's the problem here is that apollo 18 is a great title you could do so much really good shit with that and it's not like they made the wrong decision with this movie it's that every single decision they make with this movie i hate and loathe with all of my being like every single thing they do First of all, we found your red state. They didn't make the, the wrong decision with it. They made all, all the wrong decisions with it. It's even in English. I hate English. <laughs> it's a menagerie of mistakes. It's not just that this didn't it's need to be a found footage. of bad. It's not just that I don't think this needed to be a found footage movie with the story they're trying to tell. I think it would have been better without the found footage. It's not just that they're fucking aliens on the moon when it's really cool if they find like a Russian limb. That's pretty fucking bad. Like every single thing. It's like, do the other thing. God, I hate this movie so fucking hard, and I can't wait to hate on it, even though everyone else is just sort of, like, bummed and doesn't want to do this movie. (laughs) Brian, I was anticipating that you'd have a lot to say about Apollo 18, because you're our resident Apollo in space guy. Well, here's the thing. Well, okay, so I... I was very, very pissed at this movie before it came out for all the for all the same reasons. As if you're not a regular listener or you don't know me at all, you our you Apollo sh- 13 commentary is outstanding, and Brian shines on it. Check that one out too. Okay, well, succinctly, I really care about this sort of things, the, this sort of thing, and this the subject matter, and I think it's very important, and it very, very much bothers me when people do not uh, treat it with a certain amount of respect because I think it is very important. Sincerely. Um, so I was very, very angry at this movie for existing before it even came out. Uh, the only reason I even saw it in the theaters was because my friends were going to see whatever other horror movie was opening the same weekend, and they were going to do like the theater hop double feature thing. Yeah, so we'll see this movie at eight, and then afterwards the other one starts at like you know ten, and we'll go. And it's like I'm not even going to stick around to, even though we're watching it for free, I'm not even going to stick around and I'm going to leave. But I was like, you know what? If I'm really going to hate this movie so hard, then I should, I should actually experience it. To this so day, have you have never paid for Apollo 18. And I will never pay for Apollo 18. And yes, I am admitting to illegal activity. And in this case, I'm okay with that. Uh, so, I, so I sat there and I watched the fucking thing. 
uh, I fell asleep a bunch of times because it was more boring than blood broiling. Uh, and then I hadn't seen it until we decided we were going to do it. So I rewatched it last night. Thankfully, my roommate had it. And in, in, in such a situation where I do not have to defriend him, thankfully. Is he having, uh, he's having a garage sale today, isn't he? Yes, he is. Is he selling that? No. Oh, damn. It'd be funny no. if he was like, and now he's but selling it, it, it like, the it's, next day. It's fine that he has it, but thankfully he had it, which means I didn't need to pay for it. Anyway. Um, and the way I described it before we started recording was I feel like my rage fever for this thing broke because I just simply could not summon the rage yes, rewatching it yesterday that I had before the movie came out. However, it's still objectively a horribly, horribly done piece of film and it does shit all over things that I think are important and worthwhile. Uh, so, And it doesn't even do it well. And it doesn't even tell a good story in the process of doing that. It's trying to shit on my face and it just shit on my neck. <laughs> That's how much I hate this movie. It's just shit. You didn't even shit on my face. <laughs> you didn't even do that right, you piece of horrible shit. Um, what, I, what I would like to try to avoid, and you can direct me as much as you feel you would like to, what I would like to try to avoid is shitting all over like the, the technical minutia that they get wrong. Oh, we might. So we can as much as is fun, but... You know, you t- you tell me when we go too far on that front because we literally we don't need to think of things to talk about when we have a lull in the conversation because we can just look at what's on screen and make a comment. Yeah, well, what I I don't want to be like the real life version of the the archetypal Trekner that goes, oh well, that, he rerouted the power. Yeah, you know, I don't want to do that. But. I'll only ask you questions when I'm you you're specifically curious. Although I want to start with this one. Um, was there an Apollo eighteen? We'll get to that. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll get start to that. there. Uh, and bear well, in mind... I thought, I thought the movie landing was fake. If, yeah. if this is your first Den and Front experience, you know, by the most way... Pe- most people don't even know that there was more than one moon landing, yeah. for fuck's yeah. sake. If this is your first Den and Front experience, I promise we're not always bitches to this extent. We, I'm going to be a total bitch this, this is a special case. Special case the because... bitch will fly. A very special episode. <laughs> Dorkman. <laughs> did this movie did it ever inspire your ire at all? No. I didn't... I, I didn't... What if they I, called it 2012? I just thought it was boring. <laughs> like, really. It is. It is boring. I, 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 wouldn't, I would never have wanted to see it. I would never have bothered to see it except that we were going to do this episode. So <clears throat> I looked around and found it on YouTube and, and watched it on there. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was just like, I didn't, I didn't care enough either way. Like, I, I hadn't. I didn't put any effort in my mind to, like, what the good version of Apollo 18 could be or anything. I'm just like, okay, I'll just watch it so I know what it is when we talk about it tomorrow. Um, And I watched it, and I was bored practically to tears. And that's really all I've got on it. So um, I'll I'll be able to chip in now and then, but this is is probably going to be your guys' show. Oh, great. Eddie? How did you feel about Apollo 18 when you watched it? Oh, he's already on his phone. That's how yeah. boring this <laughs> so, movie is. Li- that's, look, behold the lack of fucks I give. <laughs> um, no, this. Uh, I think Brian hit nail on the head. This movie is more boring than bad, but I mean, boring is just another layer of bad. <clears throat> it's like a subcategory of bad. My main objection to this movie, and, I, and I'll, I'll be, I'll be the first to admit, I have not watched all of it, um, <laughs> but I've watched enough to know that Eddie is a professional editor by the way yeah qualification um, made far from the best but good enough to recognize bad uh, real recognize real folk uh, but no it's just it astounds me the level of sound design that went into a found footage movie uh, and, and, and aesthetical choices that went into something that 
completely work against what the movie is trying to do. It it doesn't add anything. It takes away so much. Um, editing is like jazz. It's just about the cuts you don't make. Um, <laughs> but but as uh, you know, you peel back the douchebag from that layer of of that. Sentence, that is a true statement. It is a though. true statement. It I mean, really is. Uh, I just watched the master in seventy millimeter at the ArcLight and talk about like like they refuse to cut when many other editors would and it's better for it it's like a it's like when one side of an army is baiting the other side to get in close and you see the commander just going hold 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 like let fly editing is like that it's when you it's it's knowing exactly the right moment to cut and um apparently the editor for this used the edit the fuck out of this macro and just hit five buttons and walked away as this as the editor as the edit machine tore this movie to shreds it is just it is cut beyond recognition it is unnecessarily cuts when it does uh, is this a good example of over editing yeah i mean if there is such a thing it's uh, pointless editing editing for the sake of editing editing not to actually do anything to help us along it, it works against it in a lot of ways what's crazy is, is that uh the guy who cut this he's actually a good editor he cut all all the screen movies he cut like he's been around for a minute like he's not some new school dude he's not like he's not like the assistant editor on police academy that ended up doing the recut of once upon a time in america he's actually a good editor who should know better than this i Was i it, think i think he made a choice well, there's a difference between it. knowing better and having bosses that know better but and you don't know see, the situation i don't and i don't claim to but i just i I, I would um I don't know. I this is this this it's bad TV editing. It's not film editing like and and there's no way around that. Uh and that to me the post production process of this kills it dead entirely. Although I I will note it as we go along there is a cliche checklist uh that they stick to very ardently throughout the entire process where it's 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 just it just becomes a joke after a while. It's like every cliche you could possibly imagine about a horror movie set on the moon as a period piece they they hit and they hit it hard. So good for them. Maybe maybe this is a movie was made on a dare. I don't know. Like uh <laughs> I, I'm not maybe it's like maybe it's like Scientology that way. Like it just happened because why the fuck not? And but hey, I you think I, we could get away with this. Let's try. Yeah, let's try. Let's see. Well wow, we actually released that. Holy crap. Good good work everybody. Yeah, that's that's my only theory for how this movie came about. I don't know if people were really clamoring at the bits for um for a found footage horror movie set on the moon. I, I don't know that that was really supposed to be happening all right you're at the work you're at the point where it could work it could work no that's the thing fuck we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there we're We're at the point where the gate weave light leak shit just ended and it's about to become a title card like i am here three two one on pause someone in the chat just said apollo 19 and i want to kill you i'm sorry no it's like i don't want to kill you it's just the concept that they might want to do a sequel to this they won't and then they'd call it apollo 19 i want to die anyway um so okay so right off okay so the the biggest problem i have with this whole this whole thing is this and it's the exact same thing they try to do with Blair Witch and I'm fine with it in Blair Witch but the, the this idea that we're really earnestly going to try to convince you that this is real right footage. fuck you so hard fuck I mean that's <laughs> well, that, that, is, that is the essence of the, the this grand shit that this is taking on the face of our history our space program I'm gonna get it I'm gonna get really snobby about that sort of thing so just deal with it but this this really just lackluster way that they try to they try to put this veneer of of truth over it and it's in such a lazy way like you know we we just did blair witch and we talked about they had the sci-fi channel special and they had this whole like build up to to blur the line between whether people knew it was fake or real and that that was really a, a a well done viral or you know astroturf depending on your point of view campaign to 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 instill that feeling in, in the audience 
And this is just straight like we found these tapes and I don't know. I don't know. We're just asking the question. We're, yeah, exactly. It's that Fox News bullshit. We're just asking the question: Is Obama a Muslim? We're not saying one way or the other. We're just asking the question, and uh, it's it's that in a nutshell. Is that what it is? It's really it is. irritating. Now you know what screws me up. I would. I I could actually get incredibly just fucking have a blast how angry I am with this movie if in addition to all of this it didn't look fucking stunning now I'm not talking about the editing or the filters or all the different ways they tried to make footage look old which they did a bunch of like they did like seven or eight different look, film stocks I, and shit look that we got this iris effects going on which is uh, we, they also well, they, what they I, actually shot on lenses from the period so well, what's, they did what, that at least well yeah and, and it the what that's what i'm getting at if it didn't look good i mean this shit not so much this but all the stuff with the the in nasa stuff and in the capsule all of the art direction or at least what we see is fucking outstanding the moon looks really great everything like this looks exactly like apollo 18 had really happened and really shitty filmmakers made a movie about it because all of the work to make it look real and feel authentic in terms of what you're actually seeing in images is great that just pisses me off more. And I you know, I don't know why it does. It might be hypocritical because I don't think I would like it more if it looked like shit, but it's just irritating that's, how how much this really that, that's works. one thing that that is the single solitary piece of praise I will lay at this movie's feet is the production design is spot on. It looks and it feels right. But here's the problem. Eddie? Dun, dun, dun. We concede that this movie is a found footage movie. Okay. All this footage was just found. Yet the first scene is talking about, oh, we were at a barbecue just having a great time when we got a call saying Apollo 18's a go. What are we looking at? Footage of a barbecue. <laughs> now, it's not a generic barbecue because we see a guy on the phone and mm-hmm. he hangs it up and he calls the other. So who is yep. filming that and happened to catch the guy get the phone call yep. when they're outside? You know, he has to take the phone connected by a wire outside to the backyard. Where there's a person with a camera where he's getting mission, information about to top secret mission. And yeah, why I did mean, that footage just... get lumped in with the stuff that they got impossibly from space? Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. Supposedly That's... they're pulling this from NASA's basement somewhere. And why is that footage in the same pile as all the rest of the footage? Right. Now, you right. can make the argument that we're watching the video tap from NASA. Okay, fine. Then why are we having light leaks? Why are we having all these things that are effect of being shot on film when it's a video tap that we're watching? It's not. It's very. I mean, we're very clearly watching the quote unquote film of it. Like, the, just, okay, the footage we're watching right now is of a Saturn V rocket taking off at night. The only time that ever happens is Apollo seventeen was the only launch of a nighttime launch of an Apollo se- of a Saturn V rocket. But the, the implication of that is, oh well, we launched this giant motherfucking rocket at night, so that's how we kept it secret. No. Nope. No. <laughs> They launched Apollo 17 at night, exact same rocket. Everybody still knew because it's a giant motherfucking rocket that turns night into day when it lifts off. This is this is what I mean when I talk about a cliche checklist. It's like, who's that? Your son? Yep. Well, he's got big shoes to fill now. Yes, he does. This is not, I love him so much. This is not words that people who know each other say. Yes. Yeah. This is yeah. not dialogue that they say. Same thing when they look out the window. You ever see something like that? No, sir, I haven't. Sure makes you think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's getting crowded in here because Which, we're sure in a small space capsule. Like, it's just... It, nobody talks like this. If I came here and I was just like, boy, this is a couch that we're sitting on. Look at these microphones. Is that crazy? Boy, or what? yesterday was a you, really meaningful day for me. You punch me in the face and you Did I tell right you guys to. about it? Yeah, it's just... And it's, the thing that bothers me, I mean, there's... there's 
the right stuff image of an astronaut of, you know obviously especially this period is very and it, and it had a lot of it has a lot of truth in the fact that these guys were test pilots they were engineers they were military guys who are not prone to exaggeration or that kind of navel gazing you know by and large that right. being said they were still human beings and they still had those moments and of course anybody who goes into space or goes on an incredible journey like this is going to have those moments so it's it's the fact that they tried to do it and failed so hard at it and it just <laughs> I think like, there are a couple it, like there's a cliche like on the other side they, I, I do think they get the moment where he goes down onto the surface and he's like well I had a speech prepared but no one's gonna hear it and I totally can't even do it right now anyway you know I, I thought that was a good moment I like personally. yeah that's I could you know if the rest of the movie were good, I would like that sure, moment. Sure, <laughs> but it's sure. like that's one moment of neutrality in an right. otherwise sea of terribleness. That, that, yeah, that's it's kind of like my refrigerator at home right now. It, it still works, but it's making this horrible grinding sound, and it just goes on and on and on, and then periodically it'll stop, and they'll have like thirty <laughs> seconds of merciful silence, and then it starts up again. Yeah. Now it's still a fully functioning refrigerator. It's just doing this awful thing most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Periodically, it stops doing the awful thing. But that doesn't erase the times where it does really <laughs> awful things. That's a good, Meanwhile, that's a it still keeps my food cold, and it's still, you know... It's, it's still functioning as it's It's still should. functioning. I mean, this is clearly a movie we're watching, but it just, it, it, it's just doing things that are really upsetting most of the time. Now, here's something that I really... This, the, the, this movie, it sounds like I didn't even give it a fair shake, and that's not true because I did. But here's why I got so mad at it so early on. Sound design. By the, can I jump in real quick? Yeah. So the the two capsules, the command module and lunar module, are named Liberty and Freedom. <laughs> I mean, that to me is another like that's the essence of this movie. Brian, it's like so America. Yes, <laughs> but we weren't so fine. jingoistic back yeah, that's then. That's fine. And yeah, I, I would actually I would say America is a little too yeah on the nose in, in real life. Yeah, but wasn't, wasn't Lem Four named Eagle? Eagle, the Eagle has landed. Yes, uh, yes, which they did deliberately, and as they talk about in From the Earth to the Moon, like, yeah, I did that on purpose because it's kind of America, but it's not sp- so on the nose. It's like, it's not <laughs> America. It's not... But anyway... The really, lunar module Abraham Lincoln. You, you were but, saying... But, I but anyway, the lamb and the orbiter are called Washington and Lincoln. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And freedom it's, and liberty. It's like, freedom and liberty together, it's like... Why not at that point just name them Apple Pie and Baseball? It's like it's well they do. Those are good NASA sounding names. If the one was called Freedom and the other was called John, you know you you wouldn't call out Freedom. Well, that, that's actually Apollo. Uh, it's uh, seventeen, I think, right or sixteen. It's oh, look I'm, at me. You're the guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, America, the the lunar module to America's command module was Challenger. So it's like if America, <laughs> if America and Apple Pie or whatever the hell it is, whatever baseball yeah apple pot or america and the lunar module mickey mantle it's like okay let's just stop let's to no no just take it down a notch in the chat Braden's like i don't want to hear about washington space talking with lincoln okay good <laughs> good joke um but the sound design yeah every single yeah, cut that's... has this weird like transformers noise or a shutter clap it's like i was telling eddie last night you know those shit-ass casio keyboards you can get that have like <laughs> a bad synth or like the entire orchestra at once patch where it's like Pumph! or all the different pianos and clavicles but it also has that one thing with just a bunch of different drum sounds and you'll just be pressing all the keys and it's like that is this move. <laughs> there, there is very much a whenever they're in the suits, and maybe that's supposed to be like their respirator or something. But there's always like the the one stock sound of like the sound, oh, like yeah. the the steam release sound and that also, you totally recognize. Also the 
Yeah. yeah, not not just that, but there is a, a very inartfully placed drone that occurs through yeah. most of this movie. That I thought it was. I I thought it was. One thing that bothered me about it was I thought it was score. I thought they were actually putting music in just very low, like you say, kind of a drone. It's ominous but, tone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's an it's this ominous tone. It's like mm, that's it's distracting because it feels it feels artificial. It feels like suddenly it's Brian, you know, yeah. a movie. Um, do you you happen to know? So I'm going to ask. One, they did have video taps on these ships, right? Oh, good. Okay. Uh, cliche checklist. Uh, I promised my family to spend Christmas with them. Here's a photo of my family. Derp. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. And that, again, that actually goes in with the America point rather nicely because, again, that actually happens. Gene Cernan actually did that. He took a photo of his family and left it there and went, okay, here, yeah. So that's a real thing. Symbolically, that's, that could be taken to mean two different things. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> well, yes, but obviously I'm the abandoning which... them to the vacuum of eternity. <laughs> to this magnificent desolation. Watch me throw them into orbit to drift endlessly. But again, it's a thing that actually happens. So you can make an easy claim towards the uh, plausibility of it. But then, it, then it's a matter of how you present this, so it doesn't come across as this terrible cliche. Anyway, it was what there we are video about? taps in those because I remember the other, the other you even see things. it really clearly in Apollo thirteen. Yeah. But again, yeah. video well, taps other, do not detect. Well, I know, light I know, I know. I know. And, you know. There's a two part thing here, and that's well, that's another. There, there's two parts to this because that's another aspect of this movie. The footage can't decide whether it's video or film. Now, did they bring film cameras with them? They did not. Not, not video. Still, they, their still cameras were film. Yes. So now I think part but of the their concept- video camera was a. Uh, their camera was video. Now here is we talked in Blair Witch video. about one of the one of the massive, super important aspects of found footage and making it work is having a proper motivation for the camera because if it's found footage, you need to be able to explain completely plausibly why the camera was filming that in the first place. So now, where is this camera right now? Yep. It, well, that's the question, yeah. and it, it boils down to I, on a mountain that they set there well, so they could get a cool shot. Apparently, I think God, look, again. Okay, yeah. I think th- what they're trying to indicate is that since this was an important secret deal. D space mission. We'll get to that in a little bit. <sighs> they needed extra cameras to film everything because this mission was important? They question never, mark. Yeah. Well, okay, what they're doing, the mission, as stated in the movie, is we're going to moon, we're going to Luna, right? Luna. Luna. Yeah. To place recording... Oh, wait, wait, what? Okay, we're placing audio recording equipment on the moon. But so we also, can... But they also brought along the LSEP, which was the standard science package, even though... It, it's the secret DoD thing. Repla- replacing, anyway. I think they say sound recording, but it must be video. That must be what they're trying to say, I think. So they can watch the Russians if they ever come to the moon, provided they come to this one acre of the moon. And that's why we have a million cameras on the surface. I'm almost going to give you that, except for here's some more film footage. But all the, really nice, but, too. But the, cam- <laughs> but the cameras, yeah, they it have like... looks great. They have like the real TV, the, the real world house cameras all throughout the limb sorry interrupt again so the rock feels strange through his gloves through his gloves yeah <laughs> sorry go now, on i know this sounds like meaningless bitching. i was willing i was willing to let that go if it was like well maybe it's like too soft or something it's more because you, now you see the little rock it tastes slightly metallic but, yeah exactly yeah. I, I know this sounds like meaningless bitching and it is but you need to, if you're going to do a found footage movie and i don't endorse that choice on this movie but if you're going to you need to be able to completely authenticate all of the cameras constantly if there was just one camera like we're looking at now a fisheye in the in the in the co- fucking yeah. why is it in the shelf why is it in the cabinet there's a yeah. fucking camera in the we cabinet. just cut we just cut right there so there's already at least two cameras in the cabinet itself. if there was one fisheye i might even buy it right but there's 
it's it's almost a joke how many different cameras must be happening in this fucking universe. All of which are powered by electricity, which they have a finite amount of. You couldn't right. run a vacuum cleaner on 12 amps, Eddie. <laughs> I know. Well, that was, that was my other thing. Is that Just now, a second ago, when you saw the... Um when you saw the the rock moving for the first time, it was the same frame that they punched in and did a very clear and obvious like a Discovery Channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so then in this world, this thing we're watching was put together by an editor in some sort of a presentation. In some sort of a presentation in the modern day. Fine. Explain to me the ending. Why the hell would that same editor do that crazy artful? cutting that he does when the guy finally gets possessed like there's just it's not consistent with this world everything we talked about in Blair Witch about setting up and staying true to the the, the rules of the found footage of, of the the world that this happened in this violates in every direction okay so we're starting at the top oh go ahead Brian I'm just gonna say this is actually another moment that I actually like in this movie this he's telling the story about the jalapeno pepper and everything like that's that actual scene and the writing of that scene feels like they're human beings to me in, in, in this in this moment, in one of the very few moments in this film. Again, there's no reason for uh, one of their cameras to have caught it. There's no reason for this camera to be rolling, but for the actual writing and performance. Now, we're starting at the top of things that I hate about this movie. I'm working our way down. In the chat, Josh just asked, do I think that this would work if it wasn't found footage? All right, we'll, we'll, we'll just say it doesn't work because it's found footage. We'll move down and start getting back into the core of what, what this movie is. If it wasn't found footage... Yeah, it would work just fine. Maybe better. That's fine. In it fact, I might even like it more that way. It, we still have some story problems there. But at least it will not be annoying me with its sound edits and its implausible camera work. I sound like such an asshole right now. I know. No, it's fine. No, it's true. It, well, it's, it's like, like we said in Blair Witch. When you do a found footage film, when you're adding that constraint to the story that you're telling, it, it's another very large constraint that limits the amount of choices that you can make. And if you're going to do that, that's fine if you have a reason to make that choice. But there's, I don't see really why this movie has to be found footage other than this, other than the really stupid, <laughs> cheap thing at the beginning where they're trying to legitimately pass it off as potentially real. Well, it seems found footage seems to, uh, you know, for the for the studio penguins, it's like, well, that makes things more scary, right? Because people, then people think it's real, and that makes it more scary. Also, that makes things much cheaper. Cheaper, yeah. yeah. And yeah, that's exactly. really why they do it. Well, and it's interesting But there's enough. clearly a lot of production design really well done. It's true. So it's like... You're and moves, but, it's still, but it's still, it's still in, extraordinarily cheap on a budget producer. For instance, um, yeah, so when they were making Battleship, uh, they announced making a bunch of other board game movies, you know, the Candyland, all this other shit. One of them was a Ouija board. They're going to make an Ouija board movie. And they're initially budgeted at $40 million. The day Battleship opened and tanked, they said we're going to reconceptualize this as a found footage movie, and they slashed the budget down to three. And that's the only reason that movie is still staying on track. Because are all they, the other ones uh, dead in the water? No, Candyland's still happening. Uh, that was uh, already rolling, I think. Because uh, Adam Sandler is—it's an Adam Sandler vehicle, right? <laughs> so the Adam Sandler plebeians. I, I wanted to make sure all of you had to suffer with that knowledge, like I do. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> For my sins, <laughs> Ewing did not hear what I said. Well, that's your fault, Ewing. Yep. 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 <laughs> anyway, so. Okay, we've got video tap and film footage from every conceivable angle, including several cameras. Including space. In, in, <laughs> including several, including space, and several cameras that must be on their persons when they're walking around. Now, did they have, Brian, did they have a camera on the suit? 
No, they they had their they had their <laughs> film that, camera. Well, that does seem plausible. You know, what? It, it is, uh, and that's okay. So, in, in regards with all the technical stuff, it depends on how m- much latitude you're willing to give them. I understand that I know a lot more about this than most people do, and so I will be able to, you know, like a doctor watching a medical drama, I'll go, oh, well, of course, I fucking blah. And it, but it depends on how much latitude you want to allow a project like that before you officially consider yourself an asshole, and that's fine. And so it's like it's a it's a matter of. How how much latitude do you want to give them? Do you think that they could have taken up more than one camera? In reality, they had they, each of them had a, a still Hasselblad camera mounted to their suits on their chest, and the only video camera at this point for the fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen the missions that had the rover, the camera was mounted to the rover itself, and that's it in terms of video cameras. So, is it because it's a DoD secret mission they took more cameras up? Maybe you can you can go that route if you want to. I. It depends on how much leeway you're willing you willing to offer them. I I think uh, I was thinking about this yesterday, and I this this movie could have worked so much better if it hadn't been trying to be the uh, secret moon mission in the '70s. If this were, you could still keep it found footage, but if this were a sci-fi found footage movie a hundred years from now exploring an alien planet oh yeah you could have gotten away with most of what happens here yeah well that's mostly prometheus but well, found footage and i mean but, well yeah, yeah found footage because they and the aspect of the to this magic being of they're all you need all these cameras up there to capture all this all this all these angles yeah in on the real lunar missions you only had the one video camera compared to the curiosity rover which has seven or eight or god knows how many like uh still cameras on it which could in this day and age just as easily be video cameras so you could cover that thing in gopros and you're yeah. good to go so yeah if you do that and you said it's 100 years from now you could easily explain away all the cameras you would need to create this story my my issue is why does it have to be found footage other than it's the trendy thing to do these days and there's no reason for this movie to be found footage other than the fact that found footage is trendy it's it's absolutely cart before the horse yeah and it doesn't even have good found footage Uh, now bear in mind i'm actually legit impressed with the quality and the aesthetic of each individual shot in this movie all three hundred thousand of the shots in this movie they just forgot about things like performance and character well it's just not all that stuff like the film stuff looks Great. It looks exactly like that. Even their video tap shit, they really did a good job of mimicking that. I don't. I disagree with the scan lines, but th- that was really good stuff. Now, here's the thing that gets me, and this is the reason I have to nitpick about everything else, is because on the very foundation of this movie, Apollo 18 is a really great title. It would have always pissed off Brian to a certain extent, but you could make a really cool movie called Apollo 18. And this wasted the fucking title. Like, it's... It's such a it's such a great concept because you have the ability to take what certain amounts of the real world history you want. Like we never went back. It does seem odd, even to people who don't know much about the space program. It does seem odd that you really stopped hearing about us wanting to go to the moon and shit. You know, every now and then a politician says moon or Mars, but that's about it. Now we have the Curiosity rover, but we've always had rovers on Mars. People don't know why we don't go to the moon anymore. You could use that and explain it with a movie called Apollo 18. And it could be good. It could be really fucking compelling and interesting. And this is the most trendy piece of grab-ass bullshit. Lazy grab-ass bullshit. That's that's my issue with this thing, is that it's lazy. As as we talked about in the forum before this movie even came out, and you know we were shitting all over it even then, it's like, what I said then, what I hold to now, is like, I, I would be on board with this premise, and I would, if I would give it a pass on absolutely everything else, 
if they could have, if they would demonstrate to me that they really did their homework other than glancing at the Apollo program wiki page for five minutes <laughs> and getting all their information from that. Because the actual history of it goes, so we landed on the moon with 11. That's Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. We went all the way up to 17. That's Eugene Cernan and Jack Smith is the last, so far, two guys, two human beings to walk on the moon in 1972. But there were further missions planned. 18, 19, and 20 were all planned on the books and ready to go until Nixon cut the funding and that was that. Uh, up to and including the fact that because 18 was the very next one, 18 had a crew assigned to it. There's Dick Gordon and two other guys. Dick Gordon, who was the command module pilot on Apollo 12. So on Apollo 12, Dick Gordon was the guy that stayed in orbit and while the other two guys went down to the surface. He, oh, that was Collins. No, he's command 11. module pilot of 11. 11. Right, Dick Gordon was command module pilot of Apollo 12. And then he was assigned to be the commander for 18 along and two other guys as part of his crew. That's in the history books. That's public knowledge. That's how 18 was going to go down. So explain to me how... Not to mention the fact... These three guys... Dick Gordon, who is still alive, by the way. I've met him twice, and he's a very nice man, and he's walking around just fine. Explain to me how he went from being the real history of it, from being the commander, to this happening. Not to... If they had done their homework to do that... Then I would go, damn, movie, you actually did your work. All right, let's 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 see what you got. And if this is but a DOD program... <laughs> measles, someone said If this is measles. a DOD program, the entire conceit of the movie being that this is a secret mission the DOD sent because we think there's recon to be had on the moon with regards to the Soviets, it wouldn't be in the Apollo program. It wouldn't be no. called Apollo 18. Be, no, no, they might use the hardware, but it wouldn't... It wouldn't have the passion. It wouldn't be nothing. called Apollo 18. Your movie is not only not using the title well, you're wasting the title. <laughs> that was my thing. Is like they mentioned, it's classified. Nobody's got to know about it. Yet we made lovely patches. Yeah. We made lovely patches with everybody's name on it. And as I tweeted a long right, time ago. Right, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> as I tweeted a long time ago, uh, there it was... sure is still happening. <laughs> the, again, uh, this uh, idea is cool. Yes, this idea is cool. And singing the praises of the production design once again, that's an actual, for the most part, design of the Russian lunar module because the Russians never made it to the moon, but they were working on it too. And so that was one of their designs. Um, so the conceit of this is that they actually did. Um, what was I saying? I lost my train of thought. Well, I was about to go off on a thing about fixing the movie, but if you have something else we want to get uh, to we before were, that. We were previously uh, ranting about how it's classified, so why? DOD program, oh, right, right. So what happens in real life, now granted, there, especially in the space shuttle program, there were early on in the space shuttle program, there were, and still are, space shuttle missions where you don't know anything about what they did because it was actually for the Department of Defense and it's classified. But were they given STS labels? Yeah, they're part of the STS program. Oh, yeah. then maybe I was wrong about this not being called Apollo. No, because that was part of that was part of the plan of the shuttle from the beginning. Ah, okay. Was to do it that way. Um, but a lot of times, what will happen when a government organization or whoever needs to launch something a classified payload, a payload where they don't want to know where they don't want to know where people where it's going, uh, they will launch it. Amateur astronomers will look up and go, um, yeah, I bet it's actually for that thing. That spy satellite that's been up there for like 20 years, I bet that thing, based on where it's going into orbit and when they launched and where they launched from and when, you know the rocket, and I bet that payload is replacing that 20-year-old spy satellite. And that's what happens. People and can just see it. People can, obviously, you just look at the fucking launch pad and then the rocket goes up. It's not 
A rocket is kind of a difficult thing to hide. It's not rocket science, T. <laughs> <laughs> it's rocket science to, science to hide a rocket. It's really not possible. Uh, so people are able to look at it and go, yeah, okay, so it's headed towards that orbit based on when it launched and payload and the rocket it was and time and location and all that. And people can make guesses and basically figure it out. Now take that for your standard run-of-the-mill Delta rocket or whatever. Scale that up to the largest rocket any human being has or any group of human beings has ever successfully put into space ever, the Saturn V. And what do you get? Brian, do you have any idea how hard it would be to hide a secret Apollo mission that didn't happen? Impossible. Hold on one second. I just want to interrupt to let you know about the dialogue that's been happening here. Please do. Literally what the last two lines literally, or three, literally were, those Russians could be anywhere. One. Two was, there's a lot of blood. Someone got hurt really bad. Nice. Again, what we were talking about with Blair Witch about being able to trust your audience with ambiguity. Right. Now, here's, this is, those this, Russians could be anywhere. They might be hiding behind that rock. <laughs> this is the axe cop of movies. Sudden like, Russian. It's just, also, it's, the fact that it's yes. on the moon, and they can't be anywhere. Okay. The axe cop of movies. Now, we're yes. moving into Act 2. Uh, so, let us, as Diff, I like this. This is a also. good scare, by the way. Yeah, it's not... Well, yeah. Aside from the fact that it shouldn't be happening. Now, yeah, here's, a, here's a the scare. thing. And this is my and question. It is a good jump scare, too. The, this is, this is dead, what I'm saying. The, the jump scare. The dead body and the flash in the crater. Yeah. This is my this is my question. Um to me, this doesn't. The rocks do not look like good CG at all. No. Um, so I just want to make sure that th- they are in fact horrible. Anyway, okay. Yeah. By, I, by the VFX people in this room's oh, opinion. Also, they didn't have uh, you mean the rock spiders. Yeah. Uh, they integrate well with the footage stock. Yeah. Pegging. Some are some are better than others. Certainly. Also, they didn't have a strobe flash. If you want to throw that. Yeah. Again. Like why? What's the purpose of the strobe? I don't get why the light operates that way, and they there never make that clear. Yeah, because otherwise, that. Um, if, It'd here's be too what I easy like. to see that. Here's what yeah. I like. I like how he keeps flashing at it, like just freaking out. Ah! Oh, ah, ah. <laughs> like he just <laughs> flashes it three times. All right, gentlemen, help me with this because, God help me, I do want to make a better version of Apollo 18 in our conversation here today. I like fruit the, of a poison tree, man. I I'm like sure it can happen. I like the title. <laughs> I like the they they get there and they find a secret Russian limb. Now, of course, that is part and parcel of the whole thing Brian was just saying where how the fuck did they send a rocket to the moon when nobody knew but I'll allow it for the sake of a movie so I like that they get to the moon and find a Russian lamb those two things are creepy and by extension the beat where they see footprints that couldn't be theirs is a great beat I like yes. that stuff agreed now what's a good reason we never went back to the moon that we can make our movie about because we went there and saw the Russians that's just that's just a thing is it that they fucking weaponized the moon is there something like that we could do with it is there is there any possible reason that seeing the Russians there because that's a really good beat and I want to keep it could make sense in the story that we're making up right now I don't mind uh, I'm, I'll put out there that I don't mind that it's aliens I just think it's a little it, it was the wrong move to make them the moon rocks that have always been there. Well, you know why they did it, though, is so that they could explain away why we didn't see them in the other missions, because they were just they were, they were right there. We just didn't know that they had legs and they were running around sure. when we didn't look. I, I thought the, the purpose of that was, you know, these guys, and there's a line earlier, they, they talk about landing at the South Pole of the moon and all the other missions. Well, actually, the, the, way to, the way to do it is, I mean, there's the South Pole, but the way to do it is the reason we go up there is because we're pretty sure we saw a secret, like, was was that the Russians? Did the Russians go up to the moon? We need oh, to find yeah. out. So they go up there. They're like, fucking sure as hell, the Russians got up here. 
and now their camp is abandoned. <laughs> and uh, that is That's disconcerting. Not bad. No, I don't want to write Iron Sky over here, but I like sure. the idea that we get up there, we find the lamb, and that's super creepy. And in fact, if you were making a good movie with real characters and shit, and you were spending a lot of time dealing with them and less time in the editing room, um, you could make the first third of the movie just getting there in Apollo 18 and have all the hoops they had to jump through because it's a secret mission because no one's supposed to know about this, and maybe even hang some lanterns about how no one was supposed to know, blah, blah, blah. We actually took off from some place that it seems unlikely that we could take off from because the reasons we take no, off can't do that. from, the, from uh, the Florida is because it's near the equator that helps right yeah well there's several reasons it's near the equator it's on a peninsula already you would, you would launch east so if your rocket blows up it's immediately over water right and that has come in handy a couple times um <laughs> and other reasons as, as, sure, as okay. well in any case i like that we get up there and we find that but now we need a reason now we need an act two and an act three well for me i like i like the russians thing i like whether you find the russians or you go there to get the russians that's fine but I absolutely refuse on a with a religious fervor the whole idea of a secret mission. Just okay. That shit's no, no. Mm. Toss it out. I can't. I can't do it. Sorry. Fair enough. Cause, okay. Because because and I mean that's the other thing. That's what bothers me on a, on a constitutional level about this film is it. Even though it's not directly doing moon conspiracy things, it's it's, it's taking, encouraging that attitude. it's taking the frame of the whole moon hoax conspiracy and. And even worse, just like using that as an assumed foundation. Like, yeah, of course we could have faked the moon landings. Maybe, of course, maybe the moon landings are faked. It's like that assumption of the possibility of the moon uh, of the landings being a hoax just bothers no, ever oh, shit out of it. Are me. you saying in the sense that in the sense we that made a fake? We this movie is a hoaxed moon landing, or what are you no, saying? Well, no, actually, I mean that's true. I didn't. I wasn't looking at it that way, but the idea that. Anything of this scale could be done in secret. Oh, so for me, it's it's. I guess it's almost. I hadn't it's really, the opposite. Yeah, it, it does point yeah, out that it the, does say no image we, of it. We went to the moon. <laughs> we went to the moon so many times you don't even know. Yeah, you don't <laughs> even realize how many times we went. But yeah, actually, I hadn't really put that idea together. It is kind of the opposite, yeah. but it, it's almost a mirror image of it. And for me, it still mm. feels like it carries this assumption. Okay, to so it. we won't call it Apollo eighteen. It won't be an Apollo mission, but with. 70s technology because it's badass we go to the moon we get there we're walking around we see a russian lamb which is cool and spherical i like that uh are the russians still there are the russians alive i are the russians long dead basically that decision indicates the next two acts here's what i think would be cool is they get there the russians are still alive or one of them is still alive or whatever and (laughs) it basically becomes a Cabin in the Woods, uh, that's not the Whedon Cabin in the Woods, but literally a Cabin in the Woods scenario where the guy is just on the other side of the plane and there's only enough fuel or spaceship or whatever for one guy to get home and it's a matter, like at the end of the thing, it's like it's you or me and that's it. It could also be, um, I mean, this is a completely different way to take it and maybe even removing the Russians if we don't want to. Uh, keep them around what if they just land and break the legs of the limb or something like that they can't take off now they're just stuck anything to do with that well if that had happened in real life then they just would have been dead and that's what well then you make a very different much more dark movie about they're just waiting to die on the moon which i could be absolutely fascinating i actually wouldn't mind making that movie at some point um because yeah it would be horribly dark and depressing but It'd be a pretty amazing character study of a film. Um, 
and and it's not like they didn't know that that was a possibility. Uh, all of them knew that that was Nixon a distinct speeches, possibility right? in the back of their heads. That's another thing. This the guy once he starts getting possessed, he's like he, he starts he starts mumbling or he starts talking almost in his sleep or or not quite. What he's actually doing at that point is quoting the Nixon speech of the alternate Nixon speech uh, after. Uh, Armstrong and Aldrin land on the moon. He, his speechwriters had two speeches prepared: one for if they were coming back, and one f- if they weren't. The one if they weren't obviously didn't get used and was classified or wasn't public until fairly recently. Like you can early, find it now, though. You can find it now. I think in like early two thousands or something, it it surfaced. Um, but it wouldn't. Have, it definitely wouldn't have been public knowledge at that point. And yet, for through whatever supernatural reason, he's able to quote this speech that was sitting in a drawer at that point. That's creepy. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think I think it's uh, from a from a movie perspective, it's it's going with the general audience doesn't know that that speech exists. And that's just a moment of him. It's not meant to be related. They actually put that in the movie to make you happy, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, That's that's the thing. It's more of an Easter egg than a he's quoting this speech that he can't know existed. Well, that's the that's the thing is like (laughs) this movie is like it does just enough work to to make all these like references to, to on a very superficial it's a level <laughs> yeah it's like hey see we actually like looked at this stuff and it's like yeah you you may have looked at all of these things but you failed to grasp the underlying logic or essence of any of it what is the what is scary about the moon that well the same thing that's scary about space, space in general yeah. is that you could very 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 easily die there yes. it's an incredibly it's an incredibly so, uh, what's the word bad unforgiving unforgiving thank you yeah. <laughs> very unforgiving magnificent desolation mean, is the phrase that Buzz Aldrin used it's an it's an incredibly unforgiving environment and they can't help you so if That's, you're yeah. it's the same as like a Marianas Trench movie or something like that so the scary thing about the moon and the thing that you're the most afraid of happening is that for some reason something breaks and you can't get home or you can't get home before the air runs out or something like that but that's what's scary about the moon yeah and, and that's okay so the, the the scary thing about any of this is your, your life depends essentially on one rocket engine for the guy in orbit it's the engine for his ship for these guys it's the ascent stage engine so not the descent stage with the legs but the upper half that will take them back in orbit which is an even smaller engine if that thing doesn't fire then you sit there until you die and that's all there is to it. And that's why Nixon had that second speech written, because if that engine hadn't fired, if they couldn't have gotten back off the surface, it's not like they would have died immediately unless the thing exploded. But the, the real nightmare scenario was the thing just didn't fire, and they sat there for another day. And they said goodbye to the guy in the orbiter, and he left. Yeah, and they... they and the whole world knows that these guys are just sitting there for a day before they die. And then, I don't remember what movie it was, but someone said, and could you ever look at the moon again? If you knew there was two dead bodies on it. Yeah. yeah, it's a good line. Now, so the scary thing is uh, you, no one can help you and it's incredibly unforgiving. What could what could a movie be made about that would accelerate the process and by accelerating it make it more scary because now it's an amazing ticking clock scenario? Apollo 13 naturally had the releaking air and building up CO2 thing, which was good. Um, and we're, we're not going to limit ourselves and say we can't use an air thing again. But I, yeah, that's the, the main thing. The scariest scene in the movie <laughs> yeah. for me is the scene where the other astronaut's already gone so crazy, and he's in the Russian limb, and then he sees him out the window, and he's hammering on the window with a hammer, and the guy doesn't have a suit on. That's a really good moment. 
Now, I don't want to keep that moment, but I, the concept of someone trying to break your window on the moon is scary. So it's something about someone is with an active antipathy towards you is trying to kill you on the moon. In a place where it is very easy to kill you. Right, exactly. You are so vulnerable, it's impossible to, to deal with it. Oh, oh! I just thought of a great scene. You have that that scene. However, it's set up with the guy outside, basically trying to break your 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 window, the window to your module, and the guy or guys on the inside are racing to put their suits on in time. Yeah, so they're one. not yeah that's cool back in space and then they have to tape up the i don't know but like they have to you know once yeah i mean somehow they would have to fix it or not or then they're dead or they have to jump into the russian lunar module or you know however they solve it or don't solve Do they just have like a camelback sort of water reservoir in the chutes that they could drink from yeah they had a basically a water tube that they could uh, so okay i was thinking it might be a good scene if one of the suits started flooding but there wouldn't be enough water uh to fill it um, well, another aspect of another dangerous aspect of wearing a spacesuit is if you're sick, if there's any possibility that you might vomit, that's a very bad scenario. The Rusty Schweikart, who I think it was Apollo Nine, uh, they were going to do a spacewalk. It was just in Earth orbit, but it was still to test Apollo hardware. And he started puking in the capsule. But he, he got, well, he got spacesick, as sometimes happens. And um, Fred Hayes, Bill Paxton, throws up in Apollo Thirteen. And so he was supposed to do a spacewalk, but he was not getting better from being space sick. And so it's like, sorry, dude, you can't, you can't go do it. Yeah. And so there was his once in a lifetime opportunity to walk in space. And because he would have thrown up and probably killed himself, he couldn't do it. Now, lo and behold, the next day he did get to go out. Yeah. But, you know, anyway. But that's, that's, that's the kind of scenario. So the problem here is say you're in a spacesuit and whatever is going to make you vomit, like, that's not a good situation. Here's the problem. Here's the central problem with making a movie like this, call it what you will, is that either A, it's going to be a horror movie and you're going to have to have something on the moon with agency that doesn't like you. Now, that either means one of your astronauts goes crazy, which is a hard sell, or there's aliens, which is a hard sell. It's both. Huh? It's both because they have like the the, the uh, rock well, spiders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, but, why, uh, that's what well, doesn't work for me is that they have this mind control aspect to it. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By the so way, you have that- the, the the rover is about to make the crunch sound as it gets righted vacuum yeah. of space. No sound. No right, sound. right. Um, so you have the problem where if you wanted to make a horror movie on the moon, you either have to have something with agency, have an active antipathy towards you, and want to hurt you, whether it's a crazy astronaut or an alien, both are hard cells, or you don't. And then you're just utilizing the moon as a backdrop for whatever horror movie you could make make sense yeah. in that sense. And it might be a waste of the moon. You, I, might, you might have not needed to play the moon card in that movie. Well, I think an so out- it's hard to figure out something that's perfect for the moon. I think an outbreak movie is good in space. I think you could do Apollo 18. Uh, we're bringing over a lot of people. We're doing multiple launches. We're going to try to set up a... So, I don't know something there, there's, you create a reason why you need a lot of people over there probably like 10 or so and then you have an outbreak and then you got to quarantine one of them and then you know and then it just becomes a psychological drama about that person wanting to come home and we don't know if we can take you home yet you got to right, right right it's all sort of you know there's there's fertile ground there like you were saying or you go the other direction you set it present day you start you cast Jack Black as a janitor <laughs> who's polishing the wheels when the thing takes off and he gets caught up in it and he <laughs> and goes space up in camp there is what you're doing space camp and then he falls in love with the sexy PhD. And yes, everything I described is horrible, but it's still better than this. So, <laughs> it, you know, it's, it's, there's, I mean, there, you're right to say there's a lot of other ideas you can do for the sake of this if you just didn't have the knee jerk reaction of, oh, do a found footage movie. Do a found Fucking footage the movie found footage me. thing. I forgot that we. I, I, I've started just tuning out this movie because I don't want to look at it. But it's so, even they got this. Uh, it's not the corona effect or something, but when you take a picture, uh, there's many pictures from the moon and it happens on Earth too, but people made a fuss out of it on the moon. Um, 
if you take a picture of your shadow directly opposite where the light source is, the sun, uh, you seem to glow a little bit more than it looks like you should. And they even mimic that here, which is like fucking the moon is directed by jj abrams uh you should know that the (laughs) moon is the moon the moon's creative consultant is jj abrams is this is this a totally unsalvageable idea for a movie it's i think it's a great idea just as it is it's execute it's execution where they they fail i mean in every direction so it's i I don't mind the idea of a i think uh, that's what i was saying before you guys got here it's like what's wrong with just a big serpent like what's what's wrong with that like why does it have to be rocks (laughs) that take over your why not just make it an alien monster yeah that like make a sarlacc pit that's fine no one's gonna mind what if they fell into a cave yeah i think the reason they went with the rocks is because you they're still trying to justify how we wouldn't have noticed it otherwise. There are lava so, tubes. As we know, there are cavernous lava tubes that exist as an underground channel throughout the surface of the moon that are not visible from space. We know this. We've known this since Apollo something early on. Like, there's these huge cavernous lava tubes. If we ever colonize the moon, that's where we're going to live. Like, th- they're there. Who knows what mystery and horror lurks in said lava tubes? Like a long time ago, the the moon had a molten core. It doesn't anymore. But it also so where the lava once was, it dried up. But it it left these large vestibule like tubes that snake throughout the entire planet, and they're not that far below the surface. And it's not hard to find one that leads the surface from ancient volcanoes that are no longer active. Darkman, their movie Science Beyond Wikipedia. Here's anyway. twenty five million dollars. Your title's Apollo eighteen. Where do you go with that? What's the first thing that comes to mind? I don't know. I'd have to. I, I would definitely have to think about that. Well, I mean, <laughs> does it necessarily? <laughs> You've never seen the moon. Miss that house. Miss that house, and then come straight after yours. <laughs> Someone just suggested Dante's Infern Moon and Moon Twister on chat, which you're already too upset at this movie. Here, so. I mean, here's what I would do. I would just simplify it to: you show up, and either you know or you don't know that the Russian guy is there. He's there, and it's just like, well, we can bring you home but we can't sorry dude and the guy goes no you know what i think i'll take one of your spots and then you let that play out for however many plot beats you can get my american is good yes Yes. blue jeans are great (laughs) (laughs) scooby-doo what no, that, that could be that could be a cabin in the woods style movie is where they get there and it's just one crazy russian left after he murdered the rest of his crew well it's sunshine but yeah, yeah well, as somebody you know, mentioned in the, in the okay. chat room maybe he didn't murder them maybe he's it's just moonshine having, well maybe moonshine. he's just been having to <laughs> well live in the lem with his dead partner but then you run out of air the lem doesn't create its own air yeah does it? no. and then it's and then it's moon psycho <laughs> he's <laughs> living in the lem with his dead partner it or it could be it could be the end act of Moon Castaway. The the actual uh, Russian lunar rovers were only really designed for one person. Right. So only one person on a Russian lunar mission would have actually descended to the surface and walked around and come back. So maybe that guy goes down. It's just him from the beginning. His engine doesn't light, and he's like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to die here. And then Americans show up, and he goes, oh, here's my chance. Thanks for the ride, buddies. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean... Can you could you sustain that for a feature length? I don't know. Well, no, you could because it's like, well, okay, we have room for him. We take him back, but is he a spy? He seems nice enough. Well, it doesn't matter. He's a human being. We can't just leave him here. I'm sure it works out, and then maybe it doesn't. Maybe you get back onto the command module. You make your way towards earth and at that point things go wrong is he is he a secret agent? Is he not? Like there's, there's some you well, can get some mileage out. Yeah, of that. I mean, in, in reality he wouldn't be able to come on board because they would this 
all ships, all of those ships were only designed for two people. For th- as they talk about in Apollo thirteen, right. this lunar module designed for three days for two people, not five days for three people. Well, That's okay, he's still he's still got a few rations left over from his thing, and he's very small. I don't know. Well, I mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah. but I mean that, that essential idea of like I'm, I can either kill one of you somehow, right. or die myself. You don't, you don't even have to make that guy crazy in that situation. Right. And you can make him crazy because he's been sitting there for however long you can plausibly have him sit there for just sitting around thinking about how he's about to die, yeah. which I think would make most people a little crazy. And then you offer him this, you know, deus ex machina from his, uh, deus ex machina from his point of view. Um, again, I don't know if you could sustain those plot points, the, all of those beats long enough for a... Uh, feature length but that's the way i would go to, to me the, getting back to this movie and how it sucks so hard um we're just it, it, this is an incredibly predictable scenario it's like you said something was inside your suit i don't understand how you got that wound like i mean yes we've we yes he has a giant gaping torso wound it's probably in him i don't know like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's it, you know it doesn't take a huge leap of logic that you're now erratically behaving friend um, is is somehow different. I, it's just we are so far ahead of this movie, yes. logic wise yeah. and plot wise, the entire time we're there. That I mean, even when they're in the very opening scene where they're talking about, well, we're going to the moon. I'm really excited. Yes, you're all going to die. We know this. Like it's just right. it, we we're at we're ahead at this point, and and it's and, 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 and we're, we're just waiting there's, for the movie to catch up. There's nothing creatively unique about this, and. Not, there's nothing creatively interesting that this movie is trying to do except the found footage gimmick. Right. In terms of the actual story, it's completely cliche from start to finish, A to Z. Right. And so the only thing this movie has going for it on even a conceptual level is, oh, it's found footage. It's, uh, you know, from this era. And it's not doing that well, as we've already talked about. So, oh, I, I have an idea. Um, Moon dust, if you don't know, the reason that your footprints on the moon are so incredibly pristine, uh, whereas if you were to walk on the beach, it just makes a sort of divot in the sand. The reason that happens is because regolith, which is the stuff that's on the surface of the moon, has never had to be eroded by wind or by water, at least not in the last billions and millions of years. So it's incredibly sharp. Little bitty, if you were to look at moon dust under a microscope, it's it's pokey. It's like little sea urchins. It's incredibly abrasive, right? What if it was just sort of a thing where, for one reason or another, um, they end up back in the capsule and some of the moon dust goes airborne in the capsule and they just inhale it and it starts to really like tear up their lungs and they're having like pulmonary edemas and stuff like that <laughs> in space. And then the movie is just about we're, we're breathing through, we're, we're bleeding out of our lungs and we're having these problems in space and just dealing with body horror, I guess, in that case. Just the fact that you are, you need an emergency room on the moon, but you don't have one. Or something like that. And it's not even a horror movie. It's just a, an unsettling, scary movie. These are all wonderful ideas, uh, you know, that are worth exploring. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad we called the story meeting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I just want to say in chat, I'm loving all the alternate title <laughs> yeah. things like Moon Be Dick, Moondock Saints. Uh, I like American Werewolf Werewolf. on the Moon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Die Hard to the Moon, Creature of the Black Moon. Moontal Combat. Moontal Combat was his favorite. Moontropolis. <laughs> so, all uh, better. Good, yeah, good good job, Tavram. Good job. We like that so far. Uh, oh, man. See, the problem is you guys would be more agitated if you could hear it <laughs> because it's so fucking annoying. The sound design is really aggressive, and it's, it's not... 
it's not something that can be understated. It really is that oppressive. And it's, and to me, it just, it, it does the opposite. It works not as intended. It does the opposite of what's intended. And it just, it, a constant barrage of noise does not create tension. A constant, the absence of something or the punctuation of it after a long absence of something is when you feel like, like Hitchcock says, it's not the bang, it's anticipation of the bang. And when you have a thousand little bangs and drones and woo woobs and zub zubs, like it's, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. You just, all you, all you really, get is dubstep. Really yeah. 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 Exa- yeah. This movie is dubstep. Like I yeah. And it, it starts off. Why is it light leaking inside the capsule? Right that's now? what I did. That, yeah. Where's the sun that's going yeah. Nova apparently <laughs> outside the door. And not only that, it's just these are all the thing is is that if you work in post long enough you've seen a lot of these light leak effects they float they've been floating around for quite some yeah. time well the noise patterns in particular the noise patterns in particular if you're familiar with any like deep sound effects library like it's those exist if you, I mean th- those are out there and it's just even in the opening scene where the, it's just interviews it's just interviews and you just hear in the background this like it's there it's 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 12 tracks deep but it's there and it's it's there's no need for it to be there like if I mean watch watch sixty machete Iron Moon I like that um, I like Braden in the in he's saying I saw this in theaters it was a really stupid audience and most people weren't as angry as me you know who was stupid everyone sitting in that theater including <laughs> you, you that's a you problem that you were in that theater I gotta say well I, did I you met, pay for this I mentioned it I mentioned uh, oh oh I remember the movie it was the Devil Inside it was another found footage movie it was a possession movie but that movie literally ends like it builds a climax build oh my god they're running the the end it goes dark and then it says to find out what happened visit wow yeah fuck you no drew reviewed that at midnight at a screening at the winnetka century or the winnetka stadium theaters there he's like i thought a fucking riot was gonna break (laughs) out like it was ridiculous like yeah i mean that that movie like that, that movie had balls. That, like, I was going to say, say that's, that's the ballsiest that's, thing I've ever. It literally heard. said, "For more information on what happened, visit." And it threw up a URL, and like people were just audibly shouting at the screen, just like "fuck you!" Like, oh god. <laughs> so I mean, this movie didn't do that. So <laughs> good job, Apollo eighteen. It's hang on. We just passed the line there that said it's entered your bloodstream. <laughs> I'm sorry. How do you know that? <laughs> Well, in his defense, the veins are turning black. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know what? I okay. would really like. Right. I would really like. Although um, I, I'm, I was more thinking. I was like, what kind of bacteria? Like, what exactly is happening that would cause such an infection? Necessarily, I don't know. I would like a, a I feel a, like the, a moon rock getting up inside you. Well, I guess it is. A, well, a like sepsis, thing, but, but sepsis is red and blood yeah. poisoning. It like it's red streaky things. It's not gangrene. I've I've interacted with gangrene. It's 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 just green. It's not. It's really, really friendly, it's, actually. Yeah, we got coffee one yeah. time. No, like I've seen it. Like I've I've seen gangrene. We keep talking about doing a project together. I mean, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> but just, but I'm, I'm positive one day. Well, no, um, fucking Beverly Moon's Ninja. I would love. <laughs> I would love. I would love a movie where a guy gets hit by an, by an alien, whatever, by by an alien beam or whatever, and it's like, oh, he. Uh, he, you know he's getting black veins and and his eyes are getting really dark circles around him. But he becomes just really friendly and popular and really talented at everything. <laughs> like I love like a positive thing to happen. And then the side effect is you look like you're possessed. Yeah. Well, there's no there's so few great instances in popular culture where a character looks really intimidating or ugly or fear-inducing for whatever reason. Keeping but then, the but then they the, but then they subvert that by 
like, oh no, he's oh, he's goodness. fine. Like like Hellboy would be an example of that. Right. Or Elephant Man, I suppose. Elephant Man. <laughs> but it's like, no, he looks awful, but he's actually fine, or he's the hero, or right. whatever. Shrek. He grew a tail, yeah. Shrek. Watch Moon. Well done. <laughs> Our moon get in. Nice. Requiem for a moon. That uh, may be my favorite. Nah. Black Snake Moon. <laughs> Jesus. That yes, <laughs> okay. Moon. Okay. So the the other awful premise related thing is this idea that he can fly the Russians thingy because we're going to get there too. Oh, no, the Water no, Moon, no, but that's true. <laughs> or he could do lunar orbit mo- uh, rendezvous with a spaceship. He doesn't know how to fly. I feel my thoughts. Okay, well I said that you're going to go yeah, somewhere that else. Is that's an incredible that's, line. That's that's amazing. <laughs> that's another checklist. Like I feel my thoughts. Ryan, what what what? what? Apparently, uh, apparently aliens are emo. I you know. <laughs> I can feel my thoughts, man. Like uh, being so there's a line later, like, okay, when he pilots the the Russian lunar module. Miraculously. Uh, yeah. Which, is, I mean, it's it, the physics is the same as, you know, I, I, could, I could buy that you the know The interface enough, is different. <laughs> All the buttons are in the wrong place, and they're labeled in another language. Anyway, what was, your, what was your point going to be? Anyway, well, one one thing that I was actually going to, to criticize this movie for being ridiculously technically un- uh, unbelievable was when he's rising up the the guy in the command module is like we will do a spacewalk you know because we can't dock obviously because the the connectors are different but we'll do a spacewalk and we'll get you over from one side to the other and like that's totally yeah i mean they they kind of did that in real life with spacewalks but you couldn't really actually do that and then i actually did a little reading about the russian proposed man uh, lunar program and that's how the russians would have done it they wouldn't have had their command module and lunar module docked so you could float through the way we did they would have just spacewalked from one to the other wow yeah now so there you go like great moon, idea. moon on fire that was um, that was my favorite example of a limp dick hanging at the lantern by the way which is that okay so he's gonna get into a russian limb which he's never been into and thank god for that hatch doorknob boy and he gets into the russian limb he flies the russian limb into space he has to catch up with the orbiter who's orbiting the moon at thousands of miles per hour or the orbiter has to slow down to match his lack of velocity even though he's already gonna be moving away from the moon because he just took off from the moon if he can get that thing into orbit and actually spin it around and so it's actually staying in some sort of a a, a stationary orbit with the moon one way or another then the guy has to catch up with them but the way they hang the lantern on how that's impossible and how that wouldn't work is now, bear in mind, you won't be able to dock. That'd be crazy if you could just dock with us. So what you're going to have to do is spacewalk. So it'll work. As a way of saying, I know this procedure sounds nuts, but it's okay because of this. It's like that barely covers any of it, dude. I, I Now, bear in mind, that's Brian was talking earlier about how much you know about the way space stuff works will directly influence how awful you think Apollo 18 is when it comes to things like that. But I feel like everyone should have known that one, where it's like, that orbital mechanics is kind of tricky if you don't do it right. Especially on a spaceship that you're operating in a panic in a different language with different buttons and a different interface. Yeah. Not to mention without radio communication. Yeah, I can't even use, like, someone else's iPhone because it's not laid out the right way that I'm used to. You know? it's like... <laughs> Oh, by the way, going back to the whole door thing, uh, when the guys did go on, on spacewalks or on, on lunar, um, when they would walk on the moon... 
they couldn't close the door behind them because there was no actual door handle hold on, on the outside. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. See, this is where the editor of this like evidence film is like, you know what? You know what this scene needs? Like, uh, this is when like the, it completely loses the conceit of found footage, and it's just making stylistic choices for the sake of it that step outside of like the the reality that's been right. established. Yeah, it's, it's just, just trying to frighten the opening night yeah, crowd yeah, with, yeah, a, but, with a jump scare. But it's but um, was but, it, but as, as we were now? talking about before, it's like you set up these rules for yourself. Yeah, and it's just totally breaking those rules now yes it's throwing the rules by the wayside and there's like negatives there's like image negatives on it yeah yeah weird fun fact they couldn't actually close the door behind them because there was no handle on the outside so you're saying it's not likely that the lunar lander of either nation would have a big ass doorknob on the outside yes just in case you know there's aliens on the moon that want to get in and kill you doorbell yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they did like the little house in the prairie thing where they had the rope attached to the latch that goes through a hole in the door so you could just yank on it to open the door or pull the rope back if you want no one to get in. That's how they did the space program. Quick uh, anecdote outside of this movie because fuck this movie. But um, <laughs> no, I, I recently, I was in Buffalo the last couple of weeks uh, with uh, my, my in-laws and my father-in-law was getting some furniture made for his brand new bar downstairs and they were being made by a gentleman in Amish country about an hour south of them so Amish people make really good furniture they make astounding furniture for only $12 an hour because there's a limit on how much they can make anyway we went up to he's like do you want to come with me I'm like fuck yeah so we get there and, and you're putting uh, on your Harrison Ford voice and- yeah we get so we get there and uh, and of course his name is Abraham and uh, so we <laughs> we get there and we walk inside of his shop and Abraham's brother is there and we're like is Abraham here he's like oh yeah hold on I'll call him and in my lizard brain I'm thinking like oh he's gonna call him on his phone not putting two and one together and realizing that he's on he has no phone instead he walks over to this giant steam powered train whistle Woo! and just yanks it down like that lets her rip for a solid 30 seconds and this is like, yeah, he's coming. <laughs> like, I imagine half the town's coming. <laughs> so this is how you call people in, in lack of things like doorbells or phones. Uh, or- uh, although I, I thought the end of your story was going to be like, hold on, I'll call him. <laughs> yeah, it's like that joke of the Simpsons. It's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this to the prime minister. Hey, prime minister. <laughs> hey, Goss. <laughs> it's it's it, it was that. It essentially is the same story, only adding an insanely loud train whistle. <laughs> so. But yeah, here we go. Now, now we're with the strobe effect. Now Ooh, Silence at... of the Moon is actually a, a legitimately good title. Lion it sounds like moon. a Doctor Who episode. We've made a terrible mistake encouraging them because look at them go. <laughs> Blood Moon, Lion Moon Hunter, moon, a few good moons, Van Damme and Sudden Moon, I Sir like Moonigets. Okay, no. <laughs> Lilo and Moon. <laughs> I love Farley just like giving up. E Moon T. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, okay. The, moon, the moons take Manhattan. I I'd be down for that. Like the that. moon movie. Yeah. <laughs> moon Willow. Okay. Right, okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, okay. Apollo. So again, I mean, we're we're in this whole like possession thing now. I, which, it, we, they never established why, right? Like they never established it just, how. It makes or no why sense or, in terms or, of how it's this a fits into. It's a yeah. mineral based creature. It's an alien. Well, it's a creature. It's an alien creature. I, I mean, let's uh, let's be charitable and say it's like those that bugs doesn't that need look, to consume oxygen or anything. Apparently, no. yeah. Okay. Uh, you well, wanted a serpent. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted what, a moon serpent. <laughs> honestly, would a moon serpent living in like an underground reservoir of ice, which we know exists there now, like would that? Not, a, not underground. Less? Not on, no, on no, Mars. Uh, it's 
underground. It's not right. No, but yeah, and, and it's not even that. It's it's just below the surface regolith on, on the moon. We know this now. No, it's a, it's actually in, and they they should have it here because they're on the South Pole and they talk about yeah. oh these craters. The water on the moon is is ice. It's Whoa. it's basically in the craters that are deep enough at the pole. Frozen Serpent creature. on the moon, Pokemon. <laughs> Gotta catch it. It is. There's ice it, uh, at the bottom of the craters that are deep enough at the poles so that the sun never actually yeah, shines, never shines directly in, yes. in uh, directly at enough angle that these uh, these craters always have shadows to them and the ice is there. Anyway, what the hell was I saying before? Uh, you don't like serpents. Well, so, okay. Something so, frozen so in the ice. So That's these, all you, you know. these live moon rocks, let's be charitable and say they're actual creatures and not just magical moon rocks. Yeah. They're like they're like the bugs that look like leaves. Yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. be charitable. That's and my, that, that. that was my thought when yeah. I was trying to... Like, let I also it. don't like this replay bullshit that they're yeah. doing. Like they, they do it a few times throughout, like this replay, and I don't where it's Where it's like step, for, step printed. Yeah, and it's also, yeah, it's also like uh, we're drawing attention to the fact that there's these moon rock fuckers here. Yeah. So... But anyway, you were you were saying. So let's be charitable and say it's that, as opposed to just some magical evil moon rock. Why is this thing the kind of thing that could take over a completely alien physiology to it? They, yeah. Well, because we have so many of those here. <laughs> right. Yeah. How many? I mean, I I personally don't go hiking anymore because you never know when a grasshopper is going to climb inside of your ear and control you yeah. and, and fuck your wife. Like you never know when that's going to happen. And make you hate all your friends. And make and you hate all your them. friends and, and don't touch me. And yet, I mean, yeah, it's it's just, it's 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 the reason why, you it's, know. It's, it's tropey. Yet, like, you see it a lot yeah, in movies. And it, but... it happens all the time. But it's, <laughs> it's, A, it's implausible from a real world standpoint. B, it's, it's simply... scientifically ridiculous. Yeah. And, and it just doesn't so follow logically. On. It's like, wait, right. yeah. <laughs> he gets sick, and that makes him an insane alien monster puppet. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is, see, it's just a cliche. It's a cliche that unless you're doing something unique and interesting with it, unless that's uh, some vital aspect for you that you need to tell your story, why why are you bothering with this implausible, done a million times It might have been cool if they'd gone all the way and gone like full the thing with it. And like that it would, turns the guy turns into a rock himself. Not the, a rock. It's a, it's a creature. <laughs> it's a creature that they actually the the what would have been great is if this and the thing remake premakeable had been pre-makeful. had been had been the same movie. So it was like it was about it was the thing. It was basically the story of the thing. But instead of Antarctica, they go they go to the other planet and they they find this. Oh, this okay. Creature and stuff like that. The but, thing on the moon. I mean, there you go. Yeah. That's as, that's as simple as you can make it. This is this is a great moment. Like this, what's about to happen here is like, man, that almost makes the whole found footage thing worth it. And I don't. I feel like, but there was a cut there too. There, huh? was, an, there was an edit there as well. Yeah, like, you know. Well, I feel like I may have seen a slightly different version than the one we're watching right now because there, because the, I saw it just yesterday, and it's not like I've got the thing memorized. But I feel like yesterday I actually saw a much clearer version of the thing. Like of things coming reaching, out of coming out of the crater him. and grabbing him. It was just, it was just like tendrils still, but it was still a very clear grab and yank back right. into the crater. Whereas here, it's a jump cut. So either my brain supplied it because it was like that's stupid. We're gonna do it <laughs> this other way. Or I watched a slight. Listen, listen, Mike. We're. Just, I'm just gonna add this. Yeah. Thing here. Or I watched a slightly <laughs> different version. God, I wish our brains worked that way. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, that would save me. So I, well, your brains I never do leave, kind of work that way. I never leave a movie capacity. unsatisfied ever again. It's just there's a part of our lizard brain. 
in there just kicks yeah. in like fuck I gotta go to but work but you wouldn't here. you wouldn't be able to discuss it with anyone because everyone <laughs> would have had a completely different movie experience but your brain doesn't actually experience t- or you don't experience time directly linearly right your your brain you know is obviously it's bringing in all sorts of various stim- uh, sensory information all the time and every now and then different signals don't add up your brain puts them together goes oh that that sound and those that image they don't really go together and they couldn't possibly so it'll rearrange how you how your brain uh doesn't perceive it but uh processes it no well jimmy so your brain will basically essentially rewrite the last couple of like nanoseconds of your experience jimmy just said nothing grabs him in the youtube version he's watching i'm pretty sure there's only one youtube version so my brain actually made it up on the fly (laughs) because i was so bored it decided it needed something more interesting to happen there Moon Placid, really? We're getting to Lake Placid now. Yeah, that's that's the they're level. Just, they're just scanning on down on Moon bo- Front. That's uh, this is a okay. minor note. They're on Box Office Mojo, just going down the list and putting Moon in now. It's, <laughs> this is a minor note, but I don't like that the movie film grammar tells you he's running, and the sound effect sounds exactly like running moon on the moon. On the moon. Yeah. Bear in mind, it's not like they were hopping around and skipping like assholes because they thought that was good looking or fun. Yeah. And they show them doing it earlier, too. Yeah. yeah. That's we the also only way. The you, dust kick up the, that, that was the most efficient way to do it. That's the only way you can get anywhere on the moon in any amount of time. You certainly can't sprint. You could. It would just be like great big bounding steps. Yeah, it'd be like, John it'd, be like it'd be like how gummy bears run. We all know that. Like it's, <laughs> but but not only that. But is it shouldn't the dust cloud from the regolith kick up and linger for a, yes, bit, it a does. beat longer? Yes, I haven't seen it do that here. Has it been doing that? Ah, it, it does at some point. Maybe they I mean, had a footprint on the regular. Like, I don't remember pretty, exactly where. That's pretty but, yeah. iconic about being on the moon and like. Uh, yeah, the fact that there's no air, so the dust yeah. doesn't react to. I'm the sorry, air guys. This was my idea, and it was an awful idea. This movie is. It's just okay. Fucking... We've only got half an hour left. <laughs> Let, let's, talk about, <laughs> let's talk about how mad at we are. No, this. there's only uh, there's only about 15 minutes left because yeah, it's really long credits yeah, and it's, long, it's really long credits. And oh, a really, dude, a really long denouement of nothing, and you're just sort of like, eh, who cares? Okay, well, so we didn't really get to it before, but. Let's talk about the idea of the fact that the DOD is sending them on this mission, yeah. but apparently did not tell them anything about what they were going to do, well, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, which that's, is that's a that's really how... efficient way to spend a million dollars a minute on another planet. But it also makes it seem like they kind of knew something bad had happened, so they were. that's why they're like, don't bother coming back, because we had a feeling something bad would happen yeah. like this. Yeah. They knew there were monsters. They just didn't want to tell the astronauts, because then the astronauts wouldn't have gone, because that's how astronauts are. It's completely <laughs> yeah. unprofessional. Right. No, I, I don't <laughs> care. If I'm a highly trained space scientist that flies, which is what a, my astronaut is, and I say, look, there are monsters up there. We're going to give you some guns. Kill them. I'm in. Like, yeah. I, fuck yes. In the name of science and God, yes. Honestly, I will, yeah. honestly, you could tell me, listen, there are monsters on the moon. <gasps> Princess Moon, no, okay. We want it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Go ahead. Uh, okay, that one's pretty good. There are the moon actually on the moon. plays into that mo- movie. Anyway, sorry. There are Moon's monsters on the moon. Sorry. I'm going to, we want to send you to the moon. To, to go see them. them, to go see the monsters and study them as much as you can, you will ninety nine percent chance die. I'll go. Okay, that there's no better way to die yeah. or a cool thing to do before I do. Yeah, I, just as long as you tell me in advance that so the wait, monsters just, are there. Just make so a big wait. statue of me pointing at the sky or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like, so just, you're telling you know. me you're giving me a free trip to the moon. I'm going to get to see aliens. Those are the, <laughs> those are the coolest things I will ever get to do. 
Yes. I Sorry, it, well. it was Ewing. <laughs> you can't you can't say it out loud. It's Moon with seven in the middle of it. <laughs> how, how do you even pronounce that? You... <laughs> Lovely. There's there was once there was once a thread or a discussion on Twitter of like Ewing wins of of how to like how to how to sequelize like how, you know how like incorporating the number of the sequel into a sequel, but yeah. how do you do that for like some movies and some someone's like the human centipede, but like two instead of the T and then like how would you do that for other like really bad movies and someone took a Serbian film but but like the two instead of the S so it's like a Turbian film <laughs> like, <sighs> which if you've seen a Serbian film god I'm sorry like that that's oh god but um oh, I needed yeah. that Ewing thanks man right. that was so, perfect Brian, Brian please continue I was done. All right. I was uh, like, you're talking about I get to go to the moon and meet aliens. I don't care if I you know die. What I don't care if they eat my face. Yeah. Even that would be kind of awesome. We all have my, to die. My goal in life, no bullshit. The only way I want to die, I don't care how, I just want a circumstance which demands me saying there's too many of them. Like, that's the only <laughs> way I want to go out. And any situation where I feel like that's going to be a legitimate issue, <laughs> I will I will gladly sign myself up for. <laughs> just give me three weeks of fucking or something or whatever, <laughs> like eating or something. Just, you, you know. You know what movie I want to see? What's that? I want to see Flight of the Phoenix on the moon. I want to Ooh, see them destroy yeah. the lander, and then one one guy dies, and the one remaining guy has to figure out how to use the parts of the lander to make a functioning spaceship and get back off the moon. I want to see Flight that's of the Phoenix cool. on the moon. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. Plus, it doesn't have to have a realistic aesthetic because it's bullshit. Yeah, you could slit it. We could even have a serpent. We can throw a serpent you, in you, there. Yeah, right. Yeah, frozen in the ice. Tremor, tremors not? on the moon. Tremors on. Tre- Dude, it's so screaming for tremors. There's lava tubes. People, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what mystery lurks at the center of the moon? Poster. Like you know, come on. It's not rocket in space. Science. No one can hear you, Moon. Yeah, they're po- they're pointing out that uh, don't you start mission, mission to Mars and Red Planet are both very similar to the kinds of movies we're talking about. So uh, I just want to say, if right you now, want to see some of the movies we're talking about, go see, go check those out because they're kind of similar. Right. I'm just very disappointed in you, chat room, because no one, as of yet, has said down Manabi. Down to what? That's gold. Come on. That's that's Eddie sort of that's dropped the mic there and everything. So I, I kind of did as much as I can. Yeah, you let go and it just floats away. It's your G. It yeah, it just sort of fades. <laughs> this is what it's come to. Be. So, oh, do you guys know anything game. more in in detail about the the various endings? Because apparently there were oh, multiple. there's multiples. Yeah, I did not know that. Go to lunar org or lunartruth.org. Oh, do is not there? under any circumstance go to lunartruth.org. Yeah. We to did. learn more about the end. We did for you, and if you go there, it just says, it didn't do anything. It just said the movie's out. Go, yeah. go you know. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't do anything. That seems like there. a mistake. That seems like that seems like that site should have been there after the movie. <laughs> what moon ass. What also needed to be, uh, what I'm surprised they didn't do, like you said, is because, and and fucking history channels all over this kind of shit, like, make a special about the secret, the conspiracy of Apollo 18 and stuff like that, and make a whole thing about, well, we've, you know, we've examined, it's like... There's been evidence here and there over the years, but nobody really knows. We've got this, we've got this footage, and it doesn't look like, we found this footage, which is clearly not from any of the other Apollo missions, because, you know, because the patch is different, or whatever, and and yada yada. I mean, there's there's six guys, or there's 12 guys total, and this clearly isn't any of those 12 guys. Yeah. So what's the deal? Wait, who's operating the camera right now? Because they just showed him... No, but th- they just showed him a second ago. It's on his chest, I think. Yeah, because he had both hands and he was buckling himself in just a second ago. Oh. Anyway. Also, why is it g- he's hammering with the flat end of the 
the hammer. The pointy bit. So are they hatching the from bit inside him now? Is that what's happening? They they've hatched from inside uh, of his. I, I guess don't, so. I don't care. Um. Yeah, and now that now our editor, our our external narrator editor, yeah, has see, he threw has no on some slow mo for yeah. us. He has no camera in his hands. He's just <sighs> okay. Now he does, but. <laughs> It's very confusing. So, yeah, I think he. I think the idea is he took the camera off of his chest again. But why would he still be shooting? It, yeah. it is why would he still be... That, yeah. Like, there's no yeah. one to hang there's, a lantern on this. Oh, anyhow. my God, he's hammering the door. I should get a really good shot oh, of this. Oh, are those all cameras on his chest? All those little tube hole thingies? There's no, a little bunch no, of protrusions? No, those are air holes. You're an air hole. <laughs> uh, but now, at the, I mean, at this point, if you if you make this a set in the future as opposed to the past... Yeah, now where's the camera? Yeah. I guess he put it on a shelf. And why did, why, <laughs> it's just, why did he set it up? You're running for your life. Why are you going to take time? To make sure it's pointing at you. Moonless yeah. in Seattle. I'm See, if, he had, like, if it had been more like he just dropped it on the floor yeah. and it kind of clattered to the side and you can kind of see what's going on, but not really. It's not really perfectly framed or whatever. Right. Then that kind of thing works. Right. Um, but right now it's very clearly framing for him. Because, because the filmmakers do not trust the audience. Yeah, there's, to no, there's no one holding that camera. Yeah. No. Nobody. No. And they just, they just don't trust the audience to not have everything spelled out for them. Yeah. Which All right. is what you have to trust. If you're I was actually kind movie. of in, like before this movie came out, I remember seeing trailers going like that could be cool. Like I was kind of, yeah. I was kind of like on board Dark for a minute. minute. A second ago, you were talking about why didn't they do like an A and E special? And part of the reason is I they had absolutely no faith in this movie even before it released. This was one of those movies that you hear about that was press embargoed. You couldn't. They didn't. Right. Get, they didn't let the reviewers yeah. see it before it came out. The the day it came out was the first time anyone not involved had seen it. Mm. Yeah. Like there weren't pre reviews. There was none of that shit. Uh, oh, actually, that's Drew, not even the right. That's Drew not even the right. That's not even the right uh, use of the term press embargoed because press embargo means you can see it, you but can't you can't post can't, that review until it, yeah. certain day, yeah, usually yeah. certain time and certain day. Yeah, uh, it, which is it was why more of a press which, blockade. Which is why on you know one day, two weeks before X movie comes out, thirteen reviews happen all at once. That's because they had seen that movie months ago and they were just waiting for twelve oh five a.m. on this particular day to post the review. Anyway, they didn't even let anyone see this shit. They were like, no. Which is what they do when they know that they have a piece of shit on their hands. Or they suspect they have a piece of shit. Because there's yeah. been a few times where they've done that and the movie's actually been all right. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Dread was press embargoed as well, actually. How? Dr- well, hadn't Dread been on the shelf for a little while? A too? bit, yeah. yeah. And, 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 they, and, they full, and people came out just saying, yes, this is, this is good. Yeah. I think they even Everyone go see Dread, by the way. I think they even embargoed <laughs> Cabin in the Woods until like a couple days before release. Mm. Really? Cause they, yeah. Cause they, they, well, it was they, a spoilery thing, too, anyway. That is true. Fucking, oh, so, right, but did Drew review this movie? I give it a D plus. Wow! Wow! Yeah, that high? It was sad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, and I do. I mean, yeah. This, I just again, I'm not. I'm not angry at this movie. I just feel sorry for it. Wow, this like, is just, a really long credit sequence we're about to hit on. Well, yeah, well, it? It, no, because yeah, here we oh. go. Here's well, bear in mind, yeah. we have the we go through the same joke three times. All right, this guy was this. His body was never found. Right, right. This but, guy, you know, was like this. animal animal. His house. body was never found. Yeah. This <laughs> guy was oh, fucking. And he so and he later became president. I don't know. Mm. It would have been cool if like one guy lived, and we're just now finding out about it through here. Right. So, oh, okay. Well, apparently, one of the uh, alternate endings was the guy in the in the uh, space capsule in the command module 
does come home. Okay. Okay. I like Don't Tell Moon the Babysitter's Dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Good work. Or the the last Moon's Cat is pretty good, too. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. Moon and Ted. I like that everyone somehow just adopted this this naming convention of giving all of these things in full caps. Like, (laughs) stop for my mom will moon. I like that. I like who mooned Roger Rabbit. (laughs) Okay. Um, So what do you also know? What? Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck that. Not too. because it is easy, but because it is hard. Hard. So the implication of that is, oh, it's too hard to actually do. Fuck you. We did it multiple times. Humans can do anything. Yeah. Fuck off. And that was not the point of the Kennedy speech and, either. And this, this credit <laughs> sequence is funny to me because it talks about 840 pounds of moon rock we're given as gifts. And then it gets sassy. It's like many of these gifts Quote in quotation marks were, were stolen or never recovered. I, I, actually, I actually, when that went on, I was like, wait, so it did... The U.S. attempt to assassinate foreign dignitaries by giving them alien moon rocks? I was like, that... Hold on. Let's start there. That's that's (laughs) your movie. Let's start there. Let's let's goodwill hunting that. That's your movie right there. That moment forward. I mean, mean, just condense it even more. Are Are you saying that there are random... Uh, foreign national, you know, officials somewhere out there in the world that have alien moon rocks. It's in the Illuminati, possession. man. It's no. all one world, one moon order. So, isn't the movie then, you know, one of these rocks in somebody's collection coming to life and killing them in Moscow or yes, or, ta- or, or, or making them its its moon rock puppet? Because apparently that happens. Yeah, <laughs> right. Moon. So anyway, one of the, one of the well, alternate oh, yeah, I want to hear about these alternate yeah. Indians. The yeah. only one I know is, um, and I think there are multiple, but this is the only one I really know of, is the guy in the command module does come back and, and get to Earth safely, but then they have to eliminate him because he knows, so he has to get secretly assassinated. Fun. Okay. So. Yeah. The other one ends with everyone becoming puppets. <laughs> okay. And it ends with a great big musical number. Apollo 18. I hate it so hard, I actually blew my hate out. Like it, it's like when I've done that a few times lately. Yeah. I really have. It's like when you know when a fire is blazing in like a spaceship movie, a, a good one, or even a bad one, and there's like a fire in the greenery or something like that. And what they'll do is they'll just put all the oxygen in that room, so it just goes, Foof, and it burns itself out. That's my hate for this movie. It's just like, <laughs> oh shit, oh fuck, man. Yeah, Pat it's, Lucia is the editor, man. He knows better. This Go ahead. piece of shit, limp dick, dry heave. Of hey, a there movie. are two sound designers. I didn't. No shit. That makes sense. And here's the thing: they both they both sound designed the entire movie. Yeah. And then they just like both their tracks and stacked them. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I'm out, Brian. Like I said, I like. I think you and I did the same thing. I just did mine last night, where I like blew my rage, fever on this. Like it, it, I just can't do it anymore. I it just. I went to 120%, and then I just, that's it. My engine's burned out. And now I feel nothing. Now I, feel I have nothing. a terrible headache, and I can't tell if it's because I was laughing at Moon 7 or if it's because <laughs> of the movie. But fucking M-O-7-O-N. <sighs> yeah. Ewing so, well done, well done. killed me, man. It's, it's a whole combination of things. It's the horrible craft of it, like the editing and sound design that we that's talked one. about. Okay, one. It's the, it's the disrespect of this the single coolest thing that any group of human beings and we as a race of sentient beings with agency have ever done as a collective just shit let's shit all over that uh it's the complete lack of any kind of imagination in the actual telling of the story we're just going to hit the cliches right down the line three it's the the closeness to having something cool to do you know as, as we found all sorts of different alternate ways to make this movie cool the fertility of the idea the fertility of the the the, the essence of the idea five so many possibilities there 
and it's the poorly poorly motivated it, camera work. Well, I, let's go back to the crafts. Oh, okay. Uh, I think that's all. You could have broken craft in like five or six subcategories. <laughs> yeah, it's sets and sets within sets. Um, so, when's the next time you're going to watch this movie? When I go to hell and the devil has to torture me for eternity. <laughs> Dorkman? Yeah. It, I'm not even sure why we dignified this with a commentary, it quite really frankly. Does, but yeah. I, uh, you well, know. We were, I guess the idea was to talk about, you know, compare. Comparing uh, and contrast with, with the bad found footage movie, but we managed like, we never, never to bring up Blair Witch very much. Well, like once or, or twice, yeah. but I mean, really, we didn't even really, for the most part, rise to the level of discussing the craft of found footage because the movie we did that in the last one. Yeah, so yeah, so hopefully that one Witch comes one out well. first. This MP3 uh, was no fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been on Twitter the whole time. J.K. Rowling's new book is out. You guys, yeah, I've been, I've been following your tweets <laughs> during the movie. It's been, it's been interesting. Yeah, Eddie, I'm gonna go back. To my uh, yeah, my, my obje- summarize summarize your feelings on movie. My objections to this movie are, are like I said, about eighty percent in post, and it's just all the silly mistakes it makes in performance and dialogue choice and and cliche. Uh, you know, cliches spread about in a very easy way. Uh, most of my ob- objections are purely post-based, and it, it lacks it lacks an understanding of the rules of the universe it created. And like I said, Patrick Lussier edited all three screen movies. He's actually a, ter- a director in his own right. There were four. Uh, the first three, the good ones. Oh, okay. uh, and he, uh, and, uh, even that's questionable. But like, uh, but I mean, he's he's got he knows how to construct a scene, and he's actually a pr- one of the he's decent at pacing like i mean uh, everything he's cut yeah it has pretty good pace this one is just I, you know there's just a lot of questions just a bit of a head scratcher i think it was an experiment for everybody involved and sometimes they just don't work out and sometimes they fail really really bad and uh, uh timor burkov the guy who directed wanted uh, Menatov, he directed and that we no, he didn't he produced, he produced it. it he didn't direct it he slapped his name on it he slapped his afterwards name on it. Anyway, to help get that's it out. a litany right there Regardless, uh, it's just you know, I this movie suffers a lot. It doesn't. We ne- we didn't really gain anything from its existence. I its existence. And I don't <laughs> think I don't think people are really clamoring for uh, an Apollo, you know, conspiracy theory horror movie. I, I found footage. I don't think <laughs> I don't think that was something the world was demanding. You know what I mean? Like. Um, and, and I, yeah, but if Henry Ford asked the world what they wanted, they just would have said a faster horse. Well, and that's what I think of when I think the invention of the car. I think of Apollo 18. <laughs> uh, I no, wish I you just, guys could see what I'm saying. Right now I'm watching Brian idly play Jurassic Park with his iPad. <laughs> which, again, he probably gets a lot more utility out of than anyone's ever yeah. gotten out of Apollo 18. We hate, we've hated on this movie enough. It's done. By I the feel, way, this movie, this movie is the printer from Office Space, and I feel like we've just been hitting it with bats for like the last <laughs> two hours. Pretty so. much. Back up in your ass with the resurrection. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. By the way, chat room, I'm disappointed that none of you came up with Earthraker. They, no, actually, uh, they someone, said, did. Mo- someone said Moonraker and was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's not, not the joke at all. How about from uh, the moon to the moon? Uh, Star Moon. <laughs> from the Earth with Love. Moon Wars was one of my favorite. I like I the lazy ones. I like Moon Wars. I think that's a License to Moon. There you go. Uh, that should just tell you how much we thought of this movie and what you should think about We've it. We've been talking and about chat room, t- chat room titles, yeah, yeah, replacing really, the word with moon. It's really bad. They've so, been playing a hashtag game, and we've been r- communicating it to you. <laughs> if, you much, if you could have given the producers, the whole creative team, a note right before they started, kill yourself. <laughs> no, no. I mean, in reality, I, I think you should have said, of like, um, you know, stick to... Uh, I mean, think about this. I mean, why think of the moon as being infinite, like in space and infinite without oxygen, without sound? That's pretty creepy. I would have said, 
push that direction, explore those things, as opposed to overuse of sound design and all this other. I just I think there's a better understanding of the facts and not such a rush to make a movie that that, ha- that can form to be a certain thing that can form to be a, a found footage genre movie that can form to be. Uh, all the horror tropes that we know, like if do something, you know, take the opportunity to explore something unique or don't even bother because this is just another disposable found footage movie. That's going to be forgotten in the ass pile of, of time. Buy it for $2 at your gas station next year. This, this is the most anyone's ever talked about Apollo 18. I want to make that clear. Yeah. And this is the most, (laughs) this 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 is the most anyone has thought about Apollo 18, the movie, including the filmmakers. And this is the most anyone's ever going to. And that's that's not to slag on anybody, but I mean, this except is what the I, filmmakers really. Except this is what this is what you get when you don't give a shit. Yeah. If you don't give a shit, no one else is going to. Yep. So, damn, dude. That's, and that's then Eddie it. tried to drop that's, the mic, but it just sort of swung away. Yeah, I can't I can't. But no, that's it in a nutshell. If you don't give a shit, then nobody else will. And you can't expect anybody else to. This has been down in front. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> You can always find more episodes of Down in Front at Net. Subscribe to iTunes. Get a brand new episode every single week. Twitter, my comments Down in Front. Facebook, Down in Front. Share with us at downinfrontshow.gmail.com. Twitter, forum, money, shirts, Holden, Teague. Brian, Mike, a song of ice and moon. Thank you. Ah, uh, a game of moons. Time. A game of moons. <laughs> good night, good night. Still better than Prometheus, though. <laughs> oh, you asshole. <laughs> nice. <laughs> to be continued. Follow this URL. 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 URL 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 trendsinyourhead.com